Welcome, wrestling fans, to a bout of epic proportions. It's time to strap on your boots, throw that title over your shoulder, and stumble to the middle of the ring for a double choke slam from the Brothers of Discussion. In the far corner, the older, the wiser, the funnier, Mike Clang and Bang Clang. In the other corner, the younger, the quicker, the prettier, Matt, thumping and pumping, clang! Woo! Alright, this is two episodes in one day, I'm getting a little fuzzy, but damn it all to hell if this isn't a huge weekend for pro wrestling, for the WWE, for Brothers of Discussion podcast fans. How do you become a fan? Well, you go to bodpodcast.com, and, uh, you know, one of you better... Goddamn, add your name to the newsletter that I started. Uh, I put up that post. I've had 500 people click away from my <laughs> newsletter pop-up. Um, you know, we'd love it if you did. I, I have a draft re- ready to go. It took me 10 minutes to put together, and I'd love to send out that draft. If um, I, if I but, could say something about the promo you just cut. Yeah. So that's what it sounds like yeah. when doves cry. All right, so... So that's BODpodcast.com. We are at BODpodcast on Twitter. You can find us the same way on Facebook. We know that we're getting a bigger audience. We love you. We appreciate you. If you bring some people over, we're going to love you even but more. But to Matt, all uh, of that is hollow if you don't subscribe to that newsletter. You guys, if you don't want to have a newsletter, you, keep you it still, up. Matt's going to take it away. Holding on! Just, just <laughs> taking away that newsletter. Look what you guys have done. Newsletter is gone. All right, one week well, suspension. What I do appreciate. One week suspension. We're getting Constable Corbin over here. We're getting some arrests. No, get him. <laughs> what I do appreciate is the questions we got today. Uh, uh, some good feedback, uh, both on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, throughout, you know, who wants to ask us a question? We got a few. We're gonna go through them. We're gonna start with a, with a couple, and I'm glad that we actually got some that revolved around this being SummerSlam weekend. Yes. Uh, Mike, the first question, and, uh, uh, you know, uh, wherever this goes, it goes. From Joseph C. Thank you very much, Joseph, Josie. for sending us this question. Little Josie, uh, which... Three foot nine with a ten inch reference. <laughs> Which match do you think will have the most shocking result tomorrow night? And, of course, if you're listening on Sunday, it'll be SummerSlam. The... Mike, go! The most shocking result. Is going to be the huge, huge battle huge. between Alexa Bliss and Ronda Rousey. There you go. Woo! Oh, all right, next question. Um, any, no, any the, re- the reason I'm saying that is a uh, uh, couple reasons. Uh, we, you can't legitimately have Ronda Rousey lose to the smallest person on the roster. Um, at some point, these UFC women are going to start, you know, collecting gold. And that's, you know, we've seen Shayna do it. Um, Brock Lesnar's not a girl, but he's in UFC, and he's got gold. Um, Ronda, yes, she's green. There's going to be a lot of hand-wringing and 
people looking at this guy, but Rhonda's too young! She can't be our champion! Yeah, but she's the most legit. Um, she could probably beat up most of the men on the roster. Um, I think he... Yeah, she took out that security team. That was fucking Those were awesome. four able-bodied men that she took down pretty quickly. Um, that wasn't even part of the story. Yeah. She just those was were, like, fuck those it. Those were real security guards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all yeah. Their, all four guys, uh... of their arms are broken. Um, <laughs> one guy thought he escaped, but Rhonda found him laser later and broke his arm. Um... <laughs> well, I think uh, I think the shock is going to come from either either Natty, you know, is going to come in, maybe do a little betrayal there, you know, make, move that feud, start a you know create a feud out of that. Um, you know, yeah. Natty has has famously been you know the the big show of the women's division with her flip flopping of you know is she a heel, is she a face, um, is she a heart? We don't know. Um, and if that doesn't happen, you know, we. we Depending on what happens at TakeOver, you know, we might start creating that four horsemen of WWE versus the four horsewomen of UFC alumni. Um, we've recently seen Roddy Strong's uh, missus get involved. Uh, she's doing house shows. Hell yeah. Uh, we might see Baszler drop her belt on Saturday, only to see her come in and maybe bail out Ronda uh, come Sunday. Uh, there's there's going to be some shenanigans. Um and I think another big shock, um, especially with the women's evolution right around the corner, um, you got one of your more marketable stars and, you know, Ronda Rousey fighting for gold. I think the other big shock, I wouldn't be surprised to see this match maybe close the night. Maybe. Wow. You heard it here first from good brother Michael. Matt, most shocking match. What do you got? All right. Well, here's here's what's going through my head. How do you define shocking? And when, Electricity. I, when I I took it, I took a moment here and I, I I did it. I defined it in my head. Uh, so let's go over to the B team and the revival. I'm kidding. Yeah. Um. <laughs> no. The, I, the most shocking thing that's going to happen tonight will end the night just as you said. Uh, but I think the last match is going to be Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. I. I hate to end. <laughs> We're going to start the show with our, the two main event matches. Um, so I don't want to go into what that's going to be. So let me just let me throw that out as as a, you know, uh, we'll keep you we'll keep you listening right. uh, so that you can hear what I what I think is going to happen uh, at the end of the night for Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Why is it going to be shocking? Well, that's coming up. But now what a teaser. Man, you guys should listen to the whole four hour podcast episode coming up. Yep. We've got to cut in half however long that SummerSlam show is going to be. So uh, we got some deep dive cuts that we got to do eight for uh, the B team and the Revival. Now, one of our biggest fans uh, sent us another question. She's done such a great job of this, keeping, uh, keeping in touch. That is underscore VP Walk on Twitter. Um, I'm pretty Hopefully sure. Hopefully we get to uh, meet her one card? day. Yeah, she's great. Friend great of the help. show. Um, All right. <laughs> Uh, which undercard match are we most looking forward to? Ooh. Mike, and I think I want to use Ooh. this, and we'll jump into uh, our picks for SummerSlam. Alright. Matt, um, that question, are you asking me, or are you asking yourself? A little right. self-reflection. Will... <laughs> well, this this is another one where you got to kind of define what does uh, undercard mean. So we'll, we'll say anything that's not... Um, 
a heavyweight championship women's championship match. Is that fair? Um, let me get a ruling. Yes, that's fair. Yes. And and I also want to take out Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. Oh! I think that is obviously something we're all looking forward to. There goes to. my is that, answer. Is that fair? All right, go ahead, Matt. You answer first, then. I got I to gotta scramble over here and look at the rest of this 15-hour <laughs> card happening on Sunday night. All right. <laughs> what? Who you, who you got, Matt? All right. Don't laugh. Okay. I'm going to laugh. I can't promise anything except laughter. All right, go ahead. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that Bludgeon Brothers oh, come on! New Day SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. Come on! Um, and, and the reason, uh, and I, and I kind of, what's funny here is I kind of have to like go back in my head and remember what did I put on bodpodcast.com for my pick? Yes. <laughs> I don't want to have two different picks You've just here. been going back and forth um, with this big, big match coming up. But I, what I did is I, I, Mike, I went with the Bludgeon Brothers oh. on this. And, uh, I, I know, I know we're kind of hitting that point where has it been too long? And th- this is again what I went into in my article. Um, has it been too long for the Bludgeon Brothers to hold on to these titles? And, and obviously the New Day can add, they can refresh anything they're involved in. But I think that refresher is just to sort of bring more eyes to these tag team titles. And I think if the Bludgeon Brothers can take out the New Day once again, I think it's going to put them on this whole new level. And and feel free to disagree, which I feel like it's coming. It's coming. Um, <laughs> you know, the Bludgeon Brothers can really be something big here, but they can't be... It, it, it's, it's, it's sort of that same idea I had for Dolph Ziggler and McIntyre, where they just needed to keep winning. And, uh, you know, what you've got here is uh, the Brothers of Destruction, just without... The, you know, it being Undertaker and Kane, which had, you know, they both had, obviously, fantastic single careers. Um, but this could be a truly dominant tag team. And I, I just, you know, they can only destroy the little guys so often on, on SmackDown and go through those handicapped tag team matches. Um, and, and I think the New Day is destined for more. I, I think there's an opportunity here, finally, for the New Day to do some damn singles matches... And, and and start and start winning. Oh, geez, my my headset is is dying on me. Can you still hear me? I got you, loud and clear. Is, all right, all right, perfect. Box right, two, Eagle in. Twenty. All right. Um, um, so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch out my headset here real quick uh, while the battery dies, and then uh, Mike, why don't you disagree with me? Because again, I'm going with Bludgeon Brothers. I think the New Day are destined for more, and and I think it just it, it'll be better for the tag team division who has so many great tag teams, to see the New Day go off into the singles area. Because that'll give Sanity an opportunity. The bar, what you know, the bar's missing SummerSlam. The Usos are missing SummerSlam. Again. Well. I, there's, there's room. There's room for the New Day to start some sort of singles competition. Go! The Bludgeon Brothers have not really been challenged, right? We've been watching them fight, essentially, uh, Doink the Clown and Bozo the Clown for, you know, seems like three months. Um, now they're finally going to fight real clowns in the New Day uh, who come out with pancakes and trombones. Uh, but <laughs> these are really advanced clowns. Uh, I think the only issue with what you're saying is... This company loves the New Day. The people love the New Day. This is the people's pay-per-view. That's why I think New Day's going over. But furthermore, what we want to do is have the New Day help 
get over the other new tag teams. So you can't really have the Bludgeon Brothers, uh, you know, like going down to Sanity because they're they're of similar character build. Um, they're both heelish, um, kind of I'd say unkept, um, homely looking. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not a lot of, uh, you know, like beard and mustache wax. Um, just kind of some frayed ends uh, for both tag teams. And I think one way to get Sanity over is to have them beat the, um, you know, uh, pancake-adorned, trombone-blaring New Day. Um, we're not going to be able to get those tag team belts onto Sanity and get them legitimate, you know, if they're fighting a team that looks exactly like them. They could almost form their own dirty NWO. Um, like the Dirty World Order, something like that. Um, ooh, nasty. <laughs> ooh, dirty. <laughs> also, if Let me real quick, you, if Velveteen uh, Dream and EC3 formed a tag team, that'd be a fun name, the Dirty World Order, and they could, you know, get dirty and fight in a pool. Anyway, uh, just thinking about a dream <laughs> I had hot, hot last tag. night. But uh, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. That, I, I see where that's coming from. Now. <laughs> um, that's why. Hot tag yeah, question. So, bottom line, if, new days. The new new day, day's going over. All right, New Day win, and then they feud with Sanity. Do you do a three-on-three tag team championship match and have Sanity carry the tag titles the same way the New Day does? Um, oh, as far as uh, the Freebird rule, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think okay. that's a fine idea. Um, I, I like I like that too. I I I just hope they they get a, a little protection like they did in NXT. Um, it, it it felt like they you know won a lot. Um, since these tag teams have been getting called up, um. You know, I'm looking at you, Revival. Um, I'm looking at you, Sanity. I'm looking at you, Authors of Pain. Uh, they've been traded like garbage. Um, and I guess, I guess the best way for me to really say, hey, you know, they're they're giving a hoot about these young guys, is to have the New Day put over Sanity eventually. So that's that's why I gotta pick New Day tomorrow night, um, just so going forward we can get over a newer tag team. All right, Mike. Who's who's your pick for uh, for this? I question? thought you were about to say. So, who, so are match? you picking somebody for the tag match, or who? <laughs> <laughs> who you who you got? Um. <laughs> uh, so wait, what was your which, which undercard match are you looking forward to? Damn it! Oh yeah. Um. Well, you took away my Daniel Bryan pick, but I guess that's. Do you want to pick that? We can talk about it right now. You want to talk do about it. it, Daniel Bryan? No. Hell yeah! Let's goddamn you talk about it. You got something to say? You won't wrestle me, huh? Uh, I will say that uh, I'm gonna take. I'm not gonna say Daniel Bryan because you're right. That's 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 too important on the card. Um, God damn it! I highlighted it and everything. Yeah, on our notes, it's in red. Woo! Now it's oh, now it's now it's in white again. <laughs> red, white, red, white. I just figured there's so many matches. We have to like. We gotta find a way to learn these. We're going in out of order. Yeah. Um, I. Th- all right, Mike. Pick the B team in the revival, so we can get through that bullshit. <laughs> I think that uh, one of the matches that's on the undercard that I'm excited about, in a way, is the um, mixed tag. Um, wow! Woo, you heard it here first. Somebody wants to watch the pre-show of SummerSlam. Wow! I haven't watched a pre-show <laughs> since. I can't. I can't even the, tell you. I, uh, ooh, mm. Since the dawn well, of let's pre-shows, back up. We haven't, have we haven't watched intentionally the watched the pre-show. Uh, probably since its inception. Um, so it's going to be Andrade 
Cien, which is 100, Almas, which is Spanish for almost, uh, and Selena Vega <laughs> versus Rusev and Lana. And the gimmick for this match is it's um, a slap in the face match to all four participants. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Rusev, <laughs> he has, he, I, I, bless his heart, right? He's selling t-shirts for Rusev Day. Um, he's, yeah. he's had a, uh, at the Greatest Royal Rumble, he got to have a one-on-one encounter with The Undertaker that was nearly taken away, but they decided to give it back. Um, now he's fighting Andrade Cien Almas, who was a former NXT champion. Now he's doing pre-show matches at SummerSlam. Exciting stuff for his Woo! career. Um, he, uh, he's, he's got one of the best talkers in the game as his um, manager in Selena. Um, and then Rusev and Lana are just dominating Instagram. And the, the rewards for all these efforts um, that they will be fighting in a match that will have less viewers than the time Mankind and The Rock fought in an empty stadium <laughs> during the Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show. Uh, so I think what I'm excited to see, uh, Rusev is already kind of uh, trolling his own booking by saying he's yeah. excited to share the stage and the pre-show with <laughs> the cruiserweight division. Oh, God, that was so beautiful. So I, I love the man's self-awareness. I hope it doesn't get him punished. I hope he doesn't get exiled even more than he already is. I hope he doesn't join Big Cass in the Bingo Hall Championship matches. Um, <laughs> I hope he's not going to be part of you know the Enzo Amore podcast tour. Unless that means Rusev you know, uh, ends up having a cameo on the Brothers of Discussion, which would be the highlight, I think, of both of our lives collectively. And that includes yeah. one of us is married, so that yeah. would knock your marriage down to number two. Um, pretty exciting if oh, that can happen. But no, I, when I have kids, I will say to their face, like nearly every day, "You are third fiddle to <laughs> my wedding and the day Rusev <laughs> to was on Rusev. our podcast for five minutes and Rusev Day on Bod yes. Podcast." So I guess um, the big, the reason I'm excited for this is I want to see what Rusev and Andrade do to get themselves over because they they're not going to do a clown job I think they're going to legitimately try to like make a show of it and really really get you know the the five people who've you know gotten their their security scans I think they're going to really try and do something that you remember so that's that I'm sincerely looking forward to this match if we accidentally miss it because we're still in the process of ordering pizza ourselves I'm going to rewind that pre-show and watch it. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I mean, in, in my article, I didn't take a lot of time or a lot of thought on it. I, I, all I did was, was beg for the WWE to give them, you know, a better result at the next SummerSlam. Like, kind of look at it a year from now. Where do you want to see these guys? Um, the sad thing is that we've talked about that with Rusev too many times. And I, I don't. I don't know if this, the start of Almas and his career with the WWE, like the way he's been booked, it doesn't it doesn't bode well. Um, but if if we're making picks uh, and we're 20 minutes in, Mike, and we've done two matches, <laughs> uh, we're starting with the big matches uh, too. Uh, go ahead. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Rusev. All right. I'm going with uh, Almas. Um, I think Rusev's a punching bag right now for Vince McMahon, and they're gonna further that separation between uh, Rusev and Jeez, um, uh, oh Pete, I can't even remember his name now. His uh, his sidekick. Wait, what? Oh, Aiden yeah. English. I was going to say Lana. Vince is working his magic. I feel like a little puppet. I'm already forgetting Aiden English's name. Dang it. Yeah, you know what? I forgot he exists, and my official pick on BODpodcast.com was Almas was going to win <laughs> because of Aiden English. Yeah. All right. Um, that's what's going to happen. But let's move on. Like, I, I know we want to keep talking about it, um, and we probably both have thoughts that are popping in our head. we got to keep this moving. This is going to take four hours to do this show. All right, real quick. Let's, let's finish the rest championship. of the pre-show. All right, cruiserweight. Cedric Alexander versus Drew Gulak. Um, the one cool thing, I think they said this is going to be like a virtual reality match. What? I don't know. They're... Oh, oh, right. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, they're shooting it with That's a special gonna, yeah, camera you can watch or something. Yeah, VR. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was going to be CGI. I think... I think what it means is they're just going to put on uh, the new WWE 2K19 and play the match like that. Um, They're not going to actually physically fight. It's just going to be a video game uh, recording for 10 minutes. So, pretty excited for that. Oh, perfect. Yep, I'm going to go... I I don't know. I'll I'll go with the first one. Okay, smack. (laughs) I'll go with the second one. You heard it here first. Um, I got the first one. Matt's got the second one. (laughs) I think officially we'll say Cedric Alexander. You're going with the champ retaining. Yes. I'll go with uh, Gulak. Um, Gulak. You know, and honestly, we're bad 205 Live fans. I haven't watched an episode since WrestleMania. I would have um, cheered for Buddy I Murphy, know, I think, so I'm kind of bummed he's not there. Yeah. You know what? Now we're talking way too much about this match. Let's move on to the Raw Tag Team Championship, uh, the B Team, and the Revival. I'm not sure if this is a pre-show, but it should be. <laughs> um, I mean, it's literally got a B team in it, so I I don't know how this makes yeah. the main card. Um, yeah, it just it just my, makes my sense beef to go with there, it right? is I I do like watching revival matches. I do I do forget their names sometimes if they're the arrival or the revival. Um, yeah, I know that there's Dash and Dawson. I couldn't pick them out of a line line like a lineup like who's who. Um, one is bald, the other is. Less bald, I think. Uh, but they're good wrestlers, damn it. They're still good wrestlers to me, damn it. Um, I, I want the Revival to actually, you know, have a presence on the show. Let Make me make me remember that they're the Revival and not the Arrival, okay? I, and this, I, this I is like coming from a Bo Dallas that. fan. I like where you're going with that, but I don't think they're going to go away from the Revival when they lose. If this was more than a pre-show match, I think that would be that would bode well for the revival. But I think this is this is just going to be a throwaway. I think they have something with the B team. They're not going to be the you know they're not going to be a tag team we remember five years from now. They're going to be a tag team that we go, oh my god, remember when they were the B team? They wore those stupid shirts. That's hilarious. That's this tag team. But they're popular now, and they can't like why why waste that now? Give them another month, and they won't be popular all the way through the fall they'll die out probably in october we'll get bored of it that's when you get rid of the titles that's when the b team can disappear because after they lose those titles they will lose every single match 
My pick is the B team now because they like they they just don't have the staying power. But you gotta you gotta run this uh, run these tires into the ground. Um. So one of two things Boom. is gonna happen. Um. Either the B oh, team shit. is gonna be We're... like. Uh, the team that can uh like uh what's the what's the word I want to use here? Prop they can prop Wait. up the authors of pain. <laughs> yeah. Because the authors of pain are you know they they should be holding gold, right? Right, and you're making a good point here too because you need a face to yep. to to so either do that authors or uh, authors of pain will just be in purgatory for another you know couple months and this B yeah. team yeah. If, if the revival are any precedent, right? Uh, so, <laughs> um, I could really, I could honestly see it going either way. Um, just, I want to see the revival, you know, pummel some some faces for a while. So I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm picking revival. I like it. We're we're going opposite directions here. This is this bodes well. Um, uh, unfortunately, we want to keep moving on. <laughs> Uh, so while we're we're giving you a good show where we disagree, we're not even talking about how we disagree. We're just going, Haha, nice call. Next match, uh, Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin. Um, now this also came with a question from Eduardo A, fan of uh, Bod Podcast, Eduardo! sent us a message on Facebook. Thank you, Eduardo. Uh, what do we think about the way WWE is using Finn Balor? Ooh. And I, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer that question and give my answer for the win here. Um, now, in my article on BODpodcast.com, I wrote, they they figured out how to write Baron Corbin, and it's perfect. I would say with the way that guy carries himself, and I, I talked about his silly voice, which isn't that intimidating, but it's perfect for the title and the role of constable. Like, how dorky is an authority figure if they're, if they're a constable? You know, that, that seems like he's a little kid wearing, you know, like a cowboy outfit, and that's... I'm the constable. Yeah. Um, but either way, wh- where I'm going with this is that they've absolutely nailed nailed Baron Corbin, and the, the perfect thing about it is he never needs to win a match. And it's just it's perfect. He's he's the constable. He's an authority figure. He's a doofy authority figure. Never needs to win. Finn Balor, this is a lose lose for him. Even when he wins this match, who gives a shit? So to answer Eduardo's question. I actually, actually, I absolutely hate what they've done with Finn Balor, and I don't know how he goes up from this. I don't know how you say, oh, I beat Baron Corbin, now I'm in the main event. Granted, you can do a number one contenders match on Monday Night Raw, you know, to fight Kevin, who is ever the Universal Championship, champion, Um, you know, and Finn can win that, and it's believable to the hardcore fans. But I don't think that's what's going to happen. And I don't know how you write a believable storyline uh, for Finn going forward where he's, you know, it's it's just going to have to be, you know, oh, Finn came out and called out another wrestler, and now this is a feud we care about. Not, not something I'm interested in. But with that, I, I do believe Baron Corbin can lose every match forever. As the constable, he's going to get the heat he needs. Like I said, it's just it's not a character that needs to ever win. Finn Balor absolutely needs to just end this feud. Win. We can't see this go into September. Finn's got to move on, and the only way he's going to do it is to win this match. Finn's winning, Mike. I I can't believe what a fall from grace it's been. Um, this week I was trying to watch some of the older SummerSlams, and 
uh, that debut yeah. for Finn Balor, you know, coming out in the body paint, um, you know, fighting mm -hmm. with, uh, uh, he dislocated his shoulder in the match, uh, you know, fighting, yeah. you know, Seth Rollins, you know, who at the time is, you know, and today he's a face, so it's a little, he's not the greatest face, but I think he's one of the better heels, you know, as far as cutting those sneering promos. Um, it was a really good match. The crowd was kind of um, antagonistic, I'd say, because most of the match they were just cheering for the belts. Like, they were booing the new Universal belt because they thought it looked dumb. So they were just cheering, you know, that belt looks stupid, you know, things like that. Um, yeah, because wrestling fans... It didn't seem like they were super engaged with the match. And then Finn Balor got hurt. So watching that... You know, in, in, in retrospect, now it kind of looks like Vince watched one Finn Balor match in his in his life, and it was one where the crowd wasn't paying attention and Balor got <laughs> hurt. So now it's like, well, I'm just not ever going to give this guy anything close to something at the top of the card. Not doing it. Um, it, it, it definitely feels like Finn's being punished for that night. Um, I don't know. He, he hasn't had any, you know knock it out of the park promos um he doesn't have his magical demon powers anymore um <laughs> yeah only thing he's really got going for him is he sells t-shirts it seems like the crowd still likes doing his his little pose you know where he puts his arms outstretched you know for his entrance yeah so there's still an adoration for him but i, I mean he's he's making money but it's it's a bummer um so it to answer your question Eduardo, I, I, I feel like WWE is is, is is punishing Finn much the same way uh, it seemed like Dolph was punished for getting injured. Um, where he's just he's just kind of he's in a he's floating. He's in these nothing feuds that nobody's gonna remember. Um, I think it's it's good for, for Corbin. Um, he he does come off like a dirty cop. Uh, I if we remade crashing he would be the racist cop. Uh, that would be his his role. Uh, he's he's finding that role. He has a little bit of power. You know, he gets to kind of book things and act like a proxy for Stephanie McMahon. That's that's fine. Um, but Finn, I, it's it's it stinks. I mean, it's we have to go back in time to watch you know watch him on NXT or you know to watch him succeed. <laughs> you can't. He doesn't really have a lot of WWE highlights. He he lasted pretty long in the Royal Rumble, and he won the Universal Championship once. Uh, for what? Was it a day? And then he had to give it up? Yep. Yep. Um, so yeah, he doesn't have a lot of WWE highlights, and tomorrow's not going to be one of his WWE highlights again, because it's a, it's a nothing feud with Baron Corbin. So, how's he been treated? It's It's been criminal. Um, you... Like, you forget what a great wrestler he is. So, I don't know. We got to wait till the next big pay-per-view because it's not this one. Whew. Man. Nah, that's, that's a great answer. It, uh, it's sad uh, for Finn. And, uh, shit, um, maybe we should move on to something a little more fun. Yeah, we got to lighten it up a little bit. That was, that was a real bummer. Whew. I know. Uh, thanks for the question there, Eduardo. Yeah, thanks a lot, um, Eduardo. <laughs> That's not a bad move. Uh, Money in the Bank briefcase match. We'll talk about later. I just realized why that's a better idea. Let's talk United States Championship match. Remember I said let's have fun. So we'll talk about this great uh, rivalry between Shinsuke Nakamura and Jeff yeah. Hardy. 
Um, and, and of course, always in the back of your mind is uh, Randy Orton, Mister Sexual Assault himself, Randy yep. Orton, shown as Dingus himself, <laughs> shown as Little Viper Woo! all over the place. Um. Uh, so what? I mean, I think I, I don't know. Matt Hardy's out the door, so does that mean anything for Jeff Hardy? And then, uh... Wait. It is... What do you mean Matt Hardy's out the door? Matt, we got a hot take over here? What's going on? Oh, um, yeah, he said goodbye to Bray Wyatt, and he's been putting posts on, uh, Twitter and Instagram, um, about, you know, his, his, his whole career, how he's, uh, saying goodbye to different people, and uh, posts about how he wished... Or, or how the way he fights caught up with him. Um, oh, no. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't... Uh, sorry. Yeah, we haven't talked about that on on, uh, on the shows, but it's That's, been popping you know, up on social media. We needed another topic to really beef up this episode, so I'm glad this came up. <laughs> um well, well, nothing's official. So, uh, you know, that's that's what it looks like, and I think that's the best way for us to, to talk yeah. about it. Yeah, we'll just we'll touch on it. Um, okay. Um, so it could be the end of Matt, but nothing's in stone. Right. I mean, Mark Henry, we said goodbye to, and then he said, "Well, maybe not." It's like, oh, okay. Right. It could all be right. a work. Uh, Big Show retires every um, other month, and then he changes face heel. You know, now he's losing weight, so now he's even going to be a different shape when we see him. I I don't know. You can't trust anything <laughs> in wrestling. So Matt's probably going to be Universal Champion before Finn Balor. How about that? Um, Perfect. Which, unfortunately, is probably true. Huh? <laughs> um, so Jeff Hardy uh, versus Shinsuke right, Nakamura. Man, there is... Uh, are you excited for this feud? No. And what's funny is I, I'm more interested in Finn Balor and Baron Corbin than I am with Shinsuke and Jeff Hardy, and that's a U.S. championship match, and it's Shinsuke Nakamura. They have totally failed. If, I will say, Randy Orton is making it interesting, but between these two, there's nothing. Yeah. And, and the thing about Randy Orton is, can you put him on TV? What if it does come out that he has been sexually assaulting everyone and it's proven? Then what? Then you just get rid of Randy. And I, I'm sure that's why Randy didn't actually come to the ring. And that's why he was just kind of looking looking out at the, you know, from the crowd. Just kind of, yeah. what's Jeff? what are Jeff and Shin doing? Um, I mean, it's hard to talk about this match uh, because we don't know if Randy's getting involved. And obviously that's our job, right, as uh, hosts of this podcast is to kind of guess. But there's so much out there that's, you know, real life that could change this. And you wonder if the WWE is willing to take a risk right now um, in having Randy Orton get involved and then having to just kind of pretend he doesn't exist. Uh, But that that being said... I, I just, I guess with this match we might get some juice, but the the problem is too. I, I think a lot of people love Jeff Hardy, but he's definitely not at full speed. Uh, so even at that end, I don't know how great this match is going to be wrestling wise, and if it should go on that long. Well, I don't know. It it feels like people kind of deflated on Nakamura. Um, yes, like when he won that Royal Rumble, that was, it was already. <laughs> It was already, like, Vince booked. I mean, I know we had to, you know, the the women's one should have main evented, but of course the one time, like, a Japanese man actually wins, you know, it's like the middle of the card. 
Um, yeah, you did get Asuka too. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I mean, I said uh, like a you know a Japanese man, so it's a little bit easier now to whoa look how extreme we are. We even let a Japanese woman won. Like, don't don't pat yourself on the back. I mean, you just started having women do matches like a year ago, so shut up. Um, <laughs> but he had these matches with AJ and. You know, it, it seemed like dream matches that we were really excited for. Um, you know, they gave us those teases at Survivor Series. And then, um, you know, AJ's the most deserving champion, you know, to, to be the face of the company. But, man, when he lost at WrestleMania, I think the crowd was just kind of like, oh, that's how they're going to treat him. So then they had, you know, some kind of middle-of-the-ground uh, 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 pay-per-views where, you know, Nakamura essentially lost felt like five times in a row you know at, at big events and now now he's got gold it's kind of a consolation prize and he's fighting you know a 49,000 year old Jeff Hardy who's at the end of his career <laughs> um it's just I can't get excited about it and I, I love Shinsuke yeah. I you know I have about 10 wrestling shirts one of them is Finn Balor uh one of them is Nakamura and it's it's it again it, it kind of sucks that feels like NXT built these guys up for me and then we see them just start to just crumble in WWE on the main roster um yeah basically we just we're having the Finn Balor conversation again yeah um <laughs> like it's it's just super disappointing to see someone with so much talent and someone who can who can actually come off enthusiastic and have fun and, and a part of that is because of the fans you know, go, go, go back to what you were saying about Finn Balor's match and the booing of the Universal Championship. Like, shut the, you know, the up, oh, stupid idiots. Um, and then, and then you've got, you know, Nakamura is is getting what chance because he doesn't speak perfect English when the guy is actually smart and funny. And now they have to do his promos backstage because the fans won't give him a minute to to try and cut a promo. Right. Uh, it, it's it's just disgusting. Um, and as much as it's the WWE's fault, they're at least revolving this around how the fans are reacting. Right. And as much as they could just focus on us, you know, on me and you, and they could say, "Well, that uh, brothers of discussion podcast, they really love Nakamura. We should we should give him a real shot here." And I, by um, the way, like, we're all, we're also not going to the shows. Yeah, I, well, I mean, what I would say too is to touch on what you, uh, you know, Shinsuke being witty. You know, he. He had that moment where yeah. he was commenting on Jeff Hardy's, uh, like, mystique being washed away. And yeah. Renee Young, you know, replies to that by saying, Shinsuke, I think that was just a metaphor. And Shinsuke rolls his eyes and says, I know what metaphor is. <laughs> it, was, it was just really, you know, it could have went in a lot of directions where he's, you know, arguing in an absurd way. But instead, he just went in a, you know, an intelligent human being way, which I really admired. Um, and yeah, I, 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 guess I still I like the heel yeah. version of his song where it's kind of like an angry rap um, I don't know I, I selfishly I like seeing because I'm already paying for the WWE Network that's why I'd like to see him re-up his contract but if he doesn't I understand <laughs> yeah I, I think we know that Nakamura is out the door it's, this this is hurting his career more than helping. Uh, and I, th I think he likes the money, but uh, I'd be out the door too. Yeah. Um, this isn't going to be a monster you know, long match either, because you know Jeff Jeff can't quite go anymore, and it's not his fault. You know everybody gets old. 
Um, I gotta pick Shinsuke going over. Um, yeah, same here. Right. So that's another uh, another happy ending here <laughs> for our, uh, one of our picks. Um, let's kind of dive into something a little more fun. Um, yeah, because we're definitely we're definitely getting to the the real meat of SummerSlam. Um, let's get into one of your boys here. Uh, Drew McIntyre is not actually going to be you know fighting per se, but he is going to be in the corner of Dolph Ziggler, who's going to defend his Intercontinental Championship against Seth Rollins, who's going to have a newly minted, beefed out, hulked up, jacked up looking cut like a Julian salad man. <laughs> Dean Dirty Ambrose, he's back. He's Woo! got a sexy new uh, super haircut, uh, great clips coupon, and all. Um, he, yeah, those uh, they cut his t-shirt down too. They did a good job with those. Uh, yeah, scissors. That, that barber um, just kept going. You're losing your hair. Well, we're gonna cut your shirt, and you're gonna look cut, my man. <laughs> well, I think that is the biggest thing that's going on here, um, with with Dean Ambrose coming back. And I, I think there's just way too much upside for Seth, uh, you know, like getting out of the Intercontinental title um, picture. And I'm already painting, you know, who I'm going to, who, who's going to win here. But uh, I think Dean Ambrose, man, he looks like a heel, man. Uh, and and he, he didn't go say hi to Renee Young because I think his, his wife. Did you I say May uh, Young? Renee Young. He doesn't go say hi to his wife who's on the announce table for Raw because he is going to be a bad guy and uh, nothing can be lost there. So you've, what you've got now is going to be uh, maybe another surprise ending, but one, one I think a lot of the WWE fans are seeing coming. So... That could be the one thing that that puts this in another direction, or like forces the WWE to change their mind. But I, I just, I know, like you always say, this is the night to give the fans what they want, and I think they want to see Seth win. But I think what would be even more exciting for the fans is to see Dean Ambrose turn heel on his old Shield buddy, um, and Dolph Ziggler's walking away with the win, not because of Drew McIntyre, not because of his own uh, abilities, but because Dean Ambrose. Is turning heel. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I don't think anyone would have a problem with watching Seth and Dean punch each other in the face for a couple months. Um, yeah, that'd be great. And then if we get the focus again, like I, I, I totally agree. If we get Seth's focus off of the Intercontinental Belt for a while, um, just give him an emotional feud to work with. That means maybe finally, finally, we can get Drew McIntyre maybe uh, breaking up with Dolph and give give Drew a, a run with the belt, something like that. Um, not that we want to break those guys up, you know, super quick. Not that we're in a rush to do so, but we are excited to see Drew, you know, start um, getting some big time wins because um, he's not actually officially on the SummerSlam card. He's just going to be, you know, cheer yeah. cheerleading and eating popcorn. Um, yeah, I think I think one of the biggest uh, tells to how McIntyre needs a push is actually when Dean Ambrose and Seth run to the ring. Uh, Seth still got his ass beat by Drew McIntyre, and Dean, who took out Dolph Ziggler, had to come help Seth. Yeah. So they're still selling Drew as the the better of Seth Rollins, and uh, I think I think that could be easily missed uh, if you're you know you're just excited seeing Dean run to the ring. But that's done you know like they make that decision, 
they say what's going to happen there. And they tell Drew, you're still going to beat up Seth. Seth, you're still getting your butt kicked. Um, you know, and then Dean's going to come save you. And, and I think uh, I think that tells a lot of the story. Yeah, I think, um, you know, you and I are kind of uh, rushing this for sure. You know, Dean just came back. Now we're going to flip him and make him a heel. Um, if we, Even if we don't, you know, if, if maybe the focus, if we don't refocus Seth, um even if we end up just getting like Dean Ambrose versus McIntyre matches, you know, uh, building up this fall, I think that's something we would both enjoy seeing. Um, yeah, I want to see the lunatic versus uh, the psychotic Scott or whatever they were calling him. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that that was yeah. pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah, we're in, we're in good hands. Um, you know, what's what's fun is all those matches we talked about previously. We had a, we had a lot of grumbling, but. I think there's just a lot of positive to come out of you know these four guys you know uh, bumping heads. I think it's I think it's just going to be for the best. Yeah, and I, I was worried a few weeks ago that you know this would be the end of Ziggler and McIntyre, and not not necessarily the end of them because they were going to fight each other, but just you know where where do they go from here? But I think throwing in Dean Ambrose is really saying you know what the these. Two guys are big names, Ziggler and McIntyre, and Ambrose is a huge name. Rollins is obviously one of the biggest names uh, in, in pro wrestling right now. Uh, and, and just to, you know, kind of give that nod, like, that's that's big for these, these two guys. And uh, I'm starting to come around. I'm starting to see that no matter what happens, you know, there's still hope for McIntyre and Ziggler. Uh, but uh, I'll just uh, I'll reiterate my pick again is Ziggler uh, with the assist from Dean Ambrose is what I think is going to happen. Uh, sounds like you're picking Dean Ambrose is going to stay face for a little bit. Yeah, we don't need to rush that. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Dolph too. But uh, uh, this is this is a match. I think whatever outcome, this is something uh, <laughs> you're gonna love. This I'm gonna say this is NXT Takeover worthy. Ooh. <laughs> So you don't care who wins. No. You just want to see good wrestling. Yeah, I think these four guys are creative enough. They're strong enough characters. They're they're all really good in the ring. Um, whatever whatever happens here, it's 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 gonna satisfy the wrestling fan. Well, there's there's another match coming up that's gonna super satisfy. And you were already uh, talking about it. You wanted to say it was gonna be uh, the, your favorite uh, undercard mid card match. It's Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. Which I, I'll argue that that could close the night out. That this match has so much juice to it. It has eight years, like going back to 2010 when uh, Daniel Bryan was was part of the original aired NXT, and The Miz was uh, his uh, mentor. Yeah. I guess. Uh, but man, if if you. If you missed it, that Monday Night Raw promo or SmackDown Live promo that was put into three different chapters, oh god, that was just—it was so beautiful. It, it was—it was like I, I wrote. It was like an ESPN thirty for thirty. Uh, thirty yeah. for thirty. Yeah. Uh, it, it was done so well. You know, Daniel Bryan's not the best actor, so that kind of pulled held it back a little bit. You could kind of. I mean, hear, the Miz like, is. He was in the Marine Four. Yeah. So you know. <laughs> no, he was actually really good in it. Uh, but you, you just get to see in that, and I, and I posted on uh, BODpodcast.com, and it's in my article and my pick uh, for this feud. I, I just, I don't know how people, 
like if there's anyone that isn't excited for it, I don't think there's been a mention of people that aren't excited for it. But I'm just saying this this has so much juice to it. There's no title. It's just two guys that even when you look at their careers, have come from completely different, uh, you know, like uh, walks of life. Um, one guy is purely focused on being, you know, that WWE superstar, and the other guy is just focused on being the best pro wrestler. And it's just these two, you know, conflicting ideas and ideals uh, that that are going to come to head uh, in this match. And, and of course, it, it adds to the hate they have for each other as characters. Yeah. And, and and it's just, you know, you're going to get to feel emotion. You're going to get to see great wrestling. You're going to see one guy who can add into his wrestling repertoire that WWE superstar feel. You know, the, the, the superstar over the pro wrestler feel. And then you're going to have, over the superstar feel, you're going to have that pro wrestling dynamic from Daniel Bryan. It's just, this is this is a fight for so many different things that hardcore wrestling fans believe in. Um, but damn it all, I don't want it to end, and I think there's only one victor you can have for this feud to continue. Um, but Mike, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I think the toughest part might be the pick, if only because this is the, the pay-per-view where the you know, the, it's for the fans, the real r- hardcore wrestling yeah. fans. Um, but you do, you're, you're right. You do want this feud to keep going. Um, and that's that's honoring the fans. Yeah. Uh, I right. Kind of, kind of lost my train of thought here, but. Um, well, uh, let me uh, gather gather your thoughts, because I'm I'm thinking this feud needs to end at WrestleMania. I think that a championship match. And, and The Miz right now, think about it. He he won Rolling Stone's Wrestler of the Year. Uh, he's got his own uh, uh, reality show. And he's been hitting the Today Show circuit or hitting the talk show circuit. Like, obviously, he's selling his reality show. Yeah, but, you know, I, man, this guy, yeah, you know what? for being a heel, is turning into a face of yeah, the company. Yeah, and uh, that kind of reminds me, too. Like, um, when, he's, when he's winning Wrestler of the Year, it's not just that he... Um, it's not just the promos that he's cutting. Like, if you remember at WrestleMania, he, he told his cronies to stay back, and then he wanted to go out and win the match by himself. So yeah. what I'm excited to see tomorrow is not just um, that moment before the match officially starts where they're staring each other down. I'm, I'm really ex- I'm, I, I hope it's going to happen, because I know there's you know a bunch of different ways they could take the in-ring story, but I really want Miz to be on an ass-kicking mission. Like, who is this bingo hall guy when I'm a superstar? You know, I don't want to see... Yeah. You know, they they used to kind of overbook Miz as the coward, you know, or he'd run away from actual combat. I'm really pumped to see him say, who the hell is this little midget who should be on a bingo hall when I, I have my name up in movie billboards? Like, I want to see him... Yeah. I want, I, I want that... Uh, God, what is that movie? Is it is it Newsroom? You've got to get mad! Don't you say, I'm mad as hell! I'm not going to take it anymore! That's what I want Miz to do. I, we've seen that a few times, especially at WrestleMania. I, I hope he brings that angle back. And he just says, enough is enough. I'm taking Daniel Bryan out tonight. You know, I want to see some real Champa and Gargano rage. That's what I want to see boil over. I don't want to see any cowardice. I don't want to see Daniel Bryan have some baloney. You know, he's got to go out on a stretcher. And then they bring him back at the nine count. I just want to see these two guys really have an NXT-style match. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
I want it. I well, want yeah, it to I, continue. I, so I want Miz to go over, cheat a little bit, but still be in ass kicking mode. Yeah, and, and I think the way that they've set up the promos bodes well for for what you're thinking there, because they've they've kind of pushed Miz to the edge, where Daniel Bryan had already gone over. You know, he had been the guy that got uh, torn down at, at Talking Smack, and then Miz has been the guy who's been running Daniel Bryan down, uh, you know, before. And it was it was kind of just him speaking the truth at certain yeah. times. Um, so it, it's it's really just it's this great dynamic where they're both furious at each other and um you know i i hope you're right i hope that maybe maybe this is you know the match where it's a wake-up call for for daniel um the character uh to you know let, let's get back in wrestling mode you know i've got to get the best i've got to get the better of the Miz. right um and, and one thing one dynamic i do want to throw in is we still don't have a signed contract from daniel bryan Ooh. and while some might think well then you give daniel bryan the go away victory um i did talk about on bodpodcast.com that uh they wwe is not known for legacy victories uh they don't really like to send people out the door with a pat on the back and you know here's here's you winning you know this rivalry um you know go to bret hart uh go to bill goldberg uh go to all right i shouldn't say goldberg i should say lesnar um it's just it's it's something they're not very happy with when when guys decide to go yeah, Cena, Cena somewhere Hogan, else. Hogan said that all the time. You go out, you go out on your back, so you give the rub to the next yeah. guy. Exactly, and you don't you 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 don't mess mess up this opportunity where the Miz is bigger than ever. Uh, so from that angle as well, I say if this goes to WrestleMania or if it ends at SummerSlam, the direction to go is the Miz. All right, let's uh, move on here to the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. A lot of juice in this match, too. I think a lot of people are, are just filled with hate with the WWE where they're saying, you know, the SummerSlam is going to be boring. I think we're going through a, a few different matches in a row here that have so much juice to them. And, and it's it's at the, at the end of the card, obviously. Right. Uh, but Carmella, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte, I, I just... I'm going to take your side of things with NXT. I don't think there is a wrong way to go with this match. Um, I think whoever wins this, uh, it, it bodes well for the title. Uh, think about all of Charlotte's uh, opportunities with the title and then the, 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 the prospect of her becoming heel again. So even if she takes this away from Becky, that doesn't mean that Becky's out of the main event. And I think that bodes well for Evolution where you put two of the best female wrestlers we've seen in the main event, even though it'll probably be Ronda. But, like, that that's the side where in the WWE Championship match you put AJ Styles and Samoa Joe together. At Evolution, you have Charlotte versus Becky Lynch. I think that's a very good possibility. On top of that, you've got Carmella. Carmella's doing such a great job with the title, and I get people are frustrated because they want to see... You know the best pro wrestlers holding the title, yeah. but just just like the Miz, Carmella is knocking it out of the park as a, a WWE superstar, and now they've dubbed her as the Diva. Um, and to see her going to Evolution with the title, and to have a pro wrestler have to knock her down, which again I see as possibly being Becky Lynch, um, 
I, I just think that tells so many different stories in, in regards to, uh, you know, like the, the metaphors and the parallels of, of what it would mean for women's evolution to exist and for the diva to get knocked down. So even to that point of view, I think that's a great story. But the best, and, and I think maybe the most obvious way to go, is to tell that story now at SummerSlam and to have Becky Lynch overcome Charlotte, who's added to this match to add some juice, and to overcome Carmella, who we all thought this was going to happen anyway. Uh, so, so there, I, I am, I am picking Becky Lynch to win this match, but I, I will still sit back and be able to enjoy this from so many different directions. Where I, I just, I wasn't excited for this match a couple weeks ago, but when I sat back and I, I accepted that it was truth, it was fact. Um, you know, now I'm just, I'm just happy that it exists. Um. No, I'm gonna say that. <laughs> I'm gonna say this. This is a must-win for Becky. Um, she's kind of been on the back burner for too long. Charlotte is 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 propped up as this, um, you know, un unbeatable monster. She, you know, she's the best wrestler in the whole division. Um, Carmella's had the belt for a long time. It's getting a little stale around those those diva hips. I think it's time to do a little fan service tonight. Excuse me, tomorrow night. I want my I want my fan thoroughly serviced. I want Becky Lynch walking out with that ladies championship and I'll be damned if there's a different result. Um I've watched her have to play, you know, come in, you know, sixth place or so in the rumble. I've had to see her, you know, bumble about with the uh, briefcase. She didn't even get a you know, a shot at that. Um Charlotte, she's already had both belts for, you know, feel, felt like eons. I want my I want my last kicking ginger hero to come out on top tomorrow night, and I won't be satisfied if I don't get it. So there. <laughs> well, I mean, you're wrong there for so many different reasons. Um, it's funny, like it'd be hard to go through each one. <laughs> I I think um, I don't know. It was just the more I wrote about it, the more I thought about it. It just you know obviously I want and I'm picking Becky to win. And I want, you know, I want that to happen, but I still think there's there's room for these other two ladies to come up with amazing stories where, in this match, you could have the heel turn for Charlotte. Um, and, and Becky right there has, has her new opponent. And, you know, Carmella already gets the hate, and man, would that build up her character to be able to walk away and say, I beat Becky Lynch and Charlotte for a third time. I... You know, that's probably going to get stale uh, with you. Uh, for me, I've just loved Carmella's run so much, and I, I sit on the edge of my seat when she comes out because I think she's great on the mic. Um, but it, I, I don't need to see it end, but like I said in my article, I get it. I think the fans are fed up with it, um, and it might just be time because the fan group, the fans as a whole are sick of seeing Carmella. But... Um, yeah, I... I... I, I, I've, I've seen enough. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to move on. Um, I'm ready to have one of the four horsewomen hold that belt with evolution around the corner. Um, Carmella will be fine. Oh, you know, you, doing you her own thing, Charlotte. cutting, cutting, you know, <laughs> dirty promos and things like that. Um, I think they're just worried that this, this outcome would be too obvious. That's why Charlotte was added. Um, so this kind of, this kind of gives you a little bit of doubt. Um, 
But there shouldn't be there shouldn't be any Ellsworth shenanigans. There shouldn't be any uh, you know DQs or countouts because it's a triple threat. So this is going to be I, this this is going to be Becky's opportunity. I think she's going to do it. Um, yeah, th- yeah. I mean, you're right. It, it's Charlotte was uh, you know she was to add some flair, but Becky's going to lynch both of these opponents. Sorry, I, I couldn't help it. I <laughs> Matt, <laughs> let me ask you to never do that again. Okay. <laughs> I just, because, you know, it's Becky. I thought it would be cute. But it's it's awful to say lynching someone. I, you know, it's just, that's her name. So, um. I hope you feel the, I hope you feel the glow of embarrassment for the next hundred years, Matt. That was awful. <laughs> well, let's run into pure bliss here and talk about the Raw Women's Championship. You really want me to get rowdy, huh? Um. Okay. Yeah. Uh, around we go to the Raw Women's Around we go. <laughs> um, I I think you already you already touched on it, Mike. Uh, so we don't need to go too much deeper into this. But this is going to be uh, a match where you said is going to have a shocking result. But it's not because I think Rousey's going to win. I think you're saying there's going to be some interference here, which I agree with. Yeah, there's going to be uh, uh, apologies to Ric Flair, a schmaz, if you will. <laughs> Another wrestling term that we know. Um, yeah, somebody's somebody's popping in and doing some shenanigans. Whether it's Shayna Baszler, while it's you know Mrs. Roderick Strong, uh, whether it's Natty coming back after you know she had pretty tough loss, you know, with Jim the Anvil. Uh, yeah, her father. Yeah, it's pretty tough. Um, it's a tremendous loss yeah. for Natty. Uh, so she um, she might be returning I mean, to the to scene because um, I, I don't know how happy she's going to be as a woof. I mean she was she was she was a diva. She's she's been in the game for a, a long long time, but now she gets to watch this green rookie win the belt. I think she's going to have some something to say about that. Um, whether she's you know holding Ronda's hand after the match and then gives her a you know a tasty clothesline or you know a sharpshooter something like ooh. that. Um, I think Natty makes a little. Um, you know, return after a, a short absence. You know, um, I think Ronda's gonna. I think she's gonna win. You know, because it's SummerSlam. We got the Evolution around the corner. We want to get Ronda on ESPN doing interviews. Um, but uh, I th- I think that this storyline, more than the last match, is gonna have repercussions for the women's Evolution. I think it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna kind of do a reboot for the women's division a little bit as far as um, heel and face definitions and then who the who the big players are. Um, yeah, um, I'm excited to watch it. I think Ronda's gonna put up a you know a pretty fun show like she's you know shown so far in her short wrestling career, and then Alexa's just a great a great um, opposite opposite side of the coin there. You know, because she's she's not big like Ronda. She's not, you know, a former UFC fighter. She's she's a slimy eel of a villain. You know, she's she's gonna try and sneak away, probably try and shoot for a countout loss so she doesn't lose her belt. Um, she's gonna try and pull out all the tricks. Um, you know, use all the scary expressions she can think of. Um, <laughs> it's 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 gonna be fun. It's gonna be like a classic. You know, uh, like an old school Miz match where he just tries to use any kind of shenanigans to get out of losing, you know, that she can. 
Yeah, and for me too. I think this, uh, like, for Alexa's character, I don't, I don't know if she, like, right now is is gonna work out for her to lose the title. Um, but yeah, it ha it has to be shenanigans. It has to be something that results in Ronda's next feud. And I think Alexa is always, you know, there's there's always someone around the corner. There's always uh, an Ember Moon. There could be just another Nia Jax match. Um, or it could be maybe they want to give a shot to uh, you know one of the the legends uh, from the wrestling community at Evolution, and then that way you can put you know I mean with Evolution you don't want to waste a title match on Ronda Rousey, right? You want to put Rousey in a match. That, I mean, you've got to fill out an entire card, and she's going to add juice to whatever match she's in. Um, and, and I'm not I'm not trying to sound disrespectful or anything, but. You, you you know that we haven't done this yet with the, the female roster and i i don't know if i could fill out a three or four hour card off the top of my head right now like it would take some time to do and again that's just speaking from the size of the roster this has never been done before but if you want to put in at least a good 15 minutes have a feud with ronda rousey that people are going to care about that you will even be able to put near the end of the card and it won't have to involve a title and I think that's what bodes well for Alexa holding on to this title most, is the opportunity for Rousey and the excitement she brings to the ring. Whether you like her or not, you're watching, you're reading our articles. Uh, so uh, if there's a, a, a minority of you that thinks it's silly that Rousey gets these shots, uh, the people that read our articles are reading Ronda Rousey articles. Uh, so there's that. Um, yeah, nobody's reading uh, this next match that I think we'll jump into because Mike, I know you've got to get out of here. You've got to take a shower. Um, nobody's reading our articles, Mike, about AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. But damn it, I love this feud so much. Yeah, I really like Samoa Joe's latest promo where he had the letter from uh, AJ's wife. Um. <laughs> yeah, people hated that promo, and I thought it was just genius. Um, yeah. I you know, it's it's a uh, it's 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 something that we've seen in the best AJ feuds. You know, where there's there's that that bit of truth to it. Um, like yeah. when he was feuding with Cena, um, some of the feuds he had with some of the commentary he had against Nakamura, um, some of the commentary he had against you know Jericho, um, and this is no different. These are guys who know each other, who have a history, who you know, it wasn't. It wasn't quite a bingo hall, you know, but it was TNA, uh, where they had a lot of, you know, <laughs> majority of their, their history together fighting. Um, they know each other as men, you know, outside of the wrestling ring. Um, it's, I, I don't know if Joe gets, gets enough credit. Um, I, I, I think he's, he's somebody who could be, um, used a lot differently by WWE. Um... I mean, he's he's already so over and so legitimate, you know, without ever holding main roster gold. He doesn't ever need to. He's already, you know, a, a, an intimidating monster. Um, he's got the chokehold, so he, you know, he he's not afraid to, to to win a match, you know, and go a little bit past what a victory is. You know, he just wants to dominate and kill people. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> but to see him against AJ, you know, it's it's two of the best in the business. Um, I think we'll see the the uh, the usual disrespect to SmackDown. I don't think this is going to close the show. 
I think this is going to be one of the last matches. Um, but, you know, uh, Vince is going to want to have one of his boys at the at the end of the show, Roman Reigns. He's going to want to have his, his UFC money man at the end. Um, AJ and Joe will, you know, put on a put on a hell of a show for us. Um, Matt, hot tag. Do we finally, because we, we just, you know, WWE made it uh, news that this is the longest run with the WWE Championship um, in modern history yep. with AJ. Um, does Joe finally this, put an end to the streak? The smack, a SmackDown Championship. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and they've also posted on Instagram that uh, the WWE Championship has been successfully defended for three straight years. I think both of those statistics uh, bode well for Samoa Joe. Uh, I, th- I think really they're just hinting at what a great uh, run this has been for AJ and how hard it is to continue to defend the WWE Championship. Yeah. So I, I, I think they're already building up that story um and and then there's the story too like i i totally can see uh wife and kids are going to be in the front row in this match mike and aj's not going to give up this title this is what i said on bodpodcast.com in my article uh samoa joe uh ain't pulling no punches i think is or no that was my old title but it doesn't work uh grammatically anyway um AJ's going to see that, you know, hit that wife, his wife. <laughs> um, he's never going to give up on this match, but that's going to be enough for Samoa Joe to get the better um, uh, of AJ. And, and I think it's it's just going to play to, you know, what a monster Samoa Joe can be. Where it, it brings me back to that, that Rick and Morty episode where uh, Summer is in Rick's uh, flying car. Yeah. And, you know, it's tr- it has to protect Summer. And Summer says no killing or hurting people, so it just you know uh, mentally destroys people. Like uh, shows one guy who lost his child, his child again, and then he just loses it, and now Summer is safe again. Um, I think to that end, Samoa Joe is a you know uh, just like Triple H, a cerebral assassin, yeah. uh, and, and he's gonna play to that, and and this will be the end of AJ Styles, and it'll it'll it'll. It'll keep AJ safe uh, because he's thinking about his family, uh, but it's going to show, again, what a monster Samoa can... or <laughs> what a monster Joe can be uh, and, and how important it is to him to win this title. And I, I think that's a great story to tell, that he will go to that length to win the WWE Championship. And, um, you know, with, with that, I, I, I mean, my pick there is, is Samoa Joe. Um... So that's me counting another... Well, actually, no. I guess I've had everybody retain except for AJ. <laughs> <laughs> um, but let, let's go to... do. You, I want to do a combo here. Um, unless you have something else to say on AJ and Samoa. No, uh, just officially I was going to make my pick, uh, Joe. He's going over. Uh, it'll be kind of fun to reset the reset the deck a little bit for uh, SmackDown. Because we've, yeah. we've had the status quo for a pretty long time. Um, yeah, and I think Big E versus Samoa oh, Joe for, for the WWE Championship is, is honestly the best way to go. But let's move on to the... I, I know you agree. Let's move on to the Universal Championship match and the Money in the Bank match. Uh, because they work yeah. together. They Whoever walks out of Money in the Bank is also walking away with the Universal Championship. And uh, fortunately for all of us, I'm picking, I'm picking Kevin Owens. Um, and, and a lot has been talked about, you know, we, 
We've already talked about Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns for four years now. So do we need to talk about what needs to happen in that match? <laughs> do we want to rehash again that just just do it? Just right. green light it. Go. I Like, honestly, what could we honestly say at this point that honestly, 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 I don't know why I'm saying honestly so much. What could we say that's new that we haven't said before about Roman Reigns finally beating Brock Lesnar? I don't know if there is anything else to talk about. Brock's... I I hear the rumors that he signed another two day contract or something stupid like that. God. Um, I just end it already. Good We're God! <laughs> it it's going to be the let's, main event. Let's do this. That's All not right. worst case yeah. scenario is status quo. <laughs> oh my God! Brock wins. Worst case scenario is status quo. Right. Here, here's the worst case. Brock wins. Braun Strowman comes out to cash it in, and he beats Braun Strowman, and Brock walks away laughing. That's the worst, worst case Yeah, scenario. worst case scenario is Braun cashes in, and <laughs> Brock lays Braun's dead body across Roman's dead body and pins both of them. <laughs> and they're both, like, all, they're with it, 100%, but Brock just holds them down for the pin. Like, they're both totally conscious and trying to fight, but they can't get enough leverage. And then we get a um, a guest NXT call-up. Otis Dozovich runs out for the save, and he eats Woo! an F5, dislocates both of his hips, and retires from wrestling. And his, yeah, and his neck. All right, so that's, that's worst that case is the scenario. worst thing we could think of. I love, I love this direction. All right, so Matt. All right, we know we know what's going to happen. Brock is more than likely going to retain because that's what they've done since Brock's been back. Okay. Oh. So that's worst case scenario, Matt. Realistically, what is the best case scenario? Best case is that a true heel holds the Money in the Bank briefcase, and in the best way possible. The best, 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 best. Honestly, honestly, the best. Is that Kevin Owens gets punched in the face by Jinder Mahal five seconds into that match, and he wins. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would, abs- oh, my God. I would die laughing if that's how that match ended. And then, you know what? It's still a 10-minute segment because Braun Strowman is going to kick the ever-loving shit out of the two of those guys. <laughs> So, continuing the best-case scenario is Kevin Owens limps out to the ring after Roman Reigns has gone, you know, put in his last, his dying breath to to take out Brock Lesnar. And now that he lays unconscious in the ring, having finally defeated, uh, you know, he's conquered his Everest, um, he's beaten Brock Lesnar, Kevin Owens comes out, Barely able to walk himself, but takes out Roman Reigns and wins the Universal Championship to give us an actual interesting storyline going into the fall. Woo! Boom. That is best case scenario right there. And I I add, I will just enforce the idea that that the only way it's the best case is if Kevin Owens wins... By getting punched in the face by Jinder Mahal five seconds into that match. <laughs> That's the only way. 
I don't know. There's a lot of ways it could go. A lot of scary ways. Um, I mean, what if Braun cashes in and Roman gets the pin? That's why Kevin Owens has to win. You can't, because Braun can't cash in after that match. That is such no, a how is, shitty way for the monster to win. How are you going to tell me that win. Kevin Owens is going to pin Braun Strowman? He can't. No, he won't. Kevin can win by disqualification. Oh, I didn't see that stipulation. Them's the rules. Um, Kevin, like, they set this up so that Braun can look stronger than ever in losing this match. And uh, Kevin can still take away the briefcase. Uh, it's either the card is so stacked against Braun that there's no way he's losing. Or they've done it, they've, they've stacked it so high that they'll keep him safe even in losing. So this is a win-win for Braun. It's a win-win for Kevin Owens. And it's a win-win for the WWE Universe. Wow. Um, I th- I'm pretty sure that's how Kevin can I win. think the best-case scenario really, really is... I wrote multiple articles about it. I don't think the best-case scenario is Braun Strowman as champion, because then I think you're getting the same thing as Brock. Who's going to beat him? Right. Um, I really think the best-case scenario is Roman. Um... Because I, I don't know. I, I think it would be silly to see Kevin Owens, you know, do that again. Um, I, I, it, Roman feuding with people for that belt. There's so many interesting storylines you could do. There's tons of them. Um, and to see if he could actually, you know, if if Braun somehow still came out on top and Roman could prove himself, because he's. Right. He's been the one who's had to eat those triple threat pins, right? Yeah. Um, to see him actually like come out on top um, and kind of usher in a, a new, a new, you know, era. A new day. Uh, the Roman Empire. Um, I think that would be the most interesting way to go about it. I, I, I love Braun. He doesn't need the belt. He's, you know, he's kind of like the Big Show. It's just, you know, it's just a feat to, you know, even get in the ring with them in last five minutes, let alone win. Um, but I don't want to see Braun just, you know, thrashing, you know, the Finn Balors of the world. Um, you know, thrashing, you know, the, the Ambroses of the world. I feel like if it's Roman, you, you have a little bit more of a chance. You know, that, that visual chance, you know, for the guy up in the hundredth row, you know, as Daniel Bryan liked to put, you know, if he could fight Brock, Brock one day. That's why he wanted to beef up a little bit and then use a particular, you know, Matt style to try and beat Brock, you know. Get, make it look yeah, fathomable, you know, uh, visu- visually feasible. Um, <laughs> so that's honestly that's my best case scenario. Is Roman finally puts this behind him and finally comes out on top? It's no. yes. Well, that would be the most shocking end of SummerSlam. I think is the the briefcase not coming into play. Hmm. Or are you talking that Braun cashes it in and Roman is like? I'm burying the whole roster. Just, <laughs> I guess that was more of a Braun Strowman. Well, I'm coming for you. My name's Roman Reigns. Uh, get these hands. Get these Superman Victor. punches. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> is that is that what you're? So you're saying Braun is not cashing in? I think he is cashing in, in and is he's that? going down. Holy shit balls! All right, so Roman is totally gonna not sell fighting uh, Brock. Is what 
Well, I think the only way to really make Braun and Brock be involved in this and not have them legitimately lose one-on-one is to do this triple threat. And then Roman can kind of sneak in and get the pin. Alrighty. But he's got to pin Brock. (sighs) I... I don't know. If, if, it feels like the only person about... they're comfortable eating pins is Roman. Uh... I just feel like it's it's not about... Um... It's just... But you're saying Roman's winning the Roman's title. Roman's leaving SummerSlam with the title. That is the hot... Yeah, so... Hot take. But it's not about Roman winning the WWE... I don't know why I'm saying the full title... It's not about him winning the WWE Universal Championship at the Sunday at SummerSlam at 7, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> it, it's about him beating Brock Lesnar, right? So he's got to pin the Beast. So that when Brock goes back to UFC, we can say that Roman beat the UFC champion. Okay, so then you think no. Braun's going to come out after that? No, I told you. Kevin Owens is winning the briefcase... That's what I think is happening. You really think that? He's going to cash in. Oh, my God, yeah. Kevin Owens is walking away from SummerSlam, and we're going to have a dirty cheat heel as our champion that Roman can, you know, at, right away. You know, that'll be the feud. It'll be Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns. But I, I just, I don't know. I, Kevin deserves it. He's put in A-plus gold star work uh, since he's come to the WWE. I don't think he's taken... A week or a single feud off. I thought the the Braun Strowman feud could have been silly, but they just—I mean—they knocked it out of the park. It, it's it's been one of the best feuds this this whole year. Um, and you know you can't compete with uh, with Daniel Bryan in the Miz or Tommaso Ciampa and and Gargano. Yeah. But uh, the way that they've sold this and how overpowered Kevin Owens is, but this feud has, is now moving its way into SummerSlam. Like, that just shows what a great job that he's doing. Because uh, all Braun does, and we love him. I'm not not a fan. We love Braun Strowman. But all he does is come out and kicks the shit out of people and says, get these hands. It's not super creative. But Kevin Owens is, I mean, with all the great work he's done outside of the championship, the Universal Championship, the WWE Universal Championship, which is defended in some way. <clears throat> just think of how great it's going to be when he does have it. Yeah. And to, to go out of SummerSlam just hearing that... Of course, that kind of yeah. sounds like Dean Ambrose, too. <laughs> uh, man, I think um, in our last show, you really liked my Ricochet take. I, I really like your yeah. take on this match. Um, and I, my favorite comment was you saying... Um, it doesn't feel like Kevin Owens has taken a single feud off. It does feel like, you know, somebody like Randy Orton does. Um, it does oh, feel yeah. like, you know, maybe not taking it off, but that Finn is not able to put his whole heart into it because he's like, what the hell am I doing? But Kevin Owens, I've, yeah. God, there's, you're absolutely right. That is your hot take of this show. 100% accurate. Um, so with that said, Thank you have you. Kevin Owens leaving. I have Roman Reigns leaving as champion. Matt, we are pushing hour 22. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've been talking for three hours yes. now. <laughs> um, Total, because we're putting out that NXT episode, the SummerSlam episode. Mike, I'm not going to recap all these matches, because you've got to go get your car fixed. 
That's um, true. Uh, Braun Strowman <laughs> destroyed one of my tires, so I gotta go get it fixed. Oh wait, one more yeah. question uh, from Sean H. CM Punk returned to WWE. <laughs> uh, no, no, never. All right, and Sean not, H. That's not really short for uh, Google Trollbot, because that that's not a real question. Come on. Um, <laughs> Punk is is done, unless you ask Jim Ross, and you never say never. Uh, Hulk. Well, there you have it, Here folks. you go. Yes, but oh. never say never. All right. Woo! Thank you for listening. Uh, uh, we're going to be really excited to uh, recap some of this stuff here in uh, you know, the coming days. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun night. Um, we'll see if Saturday or Sunday has the better program. Uh, I think you and I are both putting all our money on NXT. But, you know, there's a lot of pretty cool pretty cool feuds happening on Sunday as well. Matt? Yeah, at least at least we've got we've got some good builds. We do. We we get that. We do. Yeah. Matt, it's always a pleasure, and I'll uh, see you for the next episode, buddy. Good luck with the car. Bye, everybody.